South Carolina, the Lady Gamecocks, 36-0. and 0. That is a program record. They are the 13th team to go into the final four undefeated. The nine of only nine of them, I thought nine of them have won a national championship. They could become the 10th, 36 and 0. They were losing the first quarter to Maryland. Ari, your women's Terps played their asses off. They were hitting three pointers. It didn't matter. Just too big a team, too much talent. And they don't take a lot of three pointers, South Carolina. I watched a lot of that game. I did not see Vatek. Blackbeard, congrats on Vatek's first ever Final Four. So the Final Four is set. You have Caitlin Clark versus Aaliyah Boston, who had a double-double and, what, 22-10, five or six steals. I mean, she did everything. Wait, what? Did I, I wrote it down. Yeah, she had yeah, she had a hell of a game. Yeah, five steals. And South Carolina is going to play Caitlin Clark, and the other game is going to be Vatek versus LSU. None of the other teams have won a national title. South Carolina is going for their third. This is their sixth Final Four. LSU in their sixth. They have won none. And Iowa, their second, first since 93. And Vatek, as I said, their first. Vatek was a one seed. And everybody was like, oh, well, you know, they came. They, they saw they conquered. And they beat the dump yesterday. Who played them tough. But Vatek beat the dump so the dump made the Elite Eight, which and they beat UNC in a game UNC should have won, but I'm not going to go there. So we have the women's Final Four set. I'm pretty psyched about that. And, yeah, I was I was watching the game. I saw them down. I was like, holy shit, they're down the first. It was close in the second. And they actually gave up a three-pointer before halftime, and Don Staley was pissed off. And I always feel as a coach that was something that would piss me off too. You know, you're playing great. You're up by 10, and he gave up a sloppy play where you kind of let your guard down. Team gets a basket, and boom. You know, momentum. It's all about momentum, but they kept it up the second half. And they were up by 18, and they won by 12. I mean, Maryland never really went away, and that's that. So we'll see that. That's on Friday, Sunday in, where is the women's Final Four this year? You know what? I did not. That's the one thing I did not look up. The women's Final Four is yeah, their third straight Final Four, but I that's what I think it's in Dallas. Is it in women's final four location? Women's final four is going to be in. Yeah, it doesn't say where it is. That's I really would like to know where it is. Uh, location. That's what I location. It's always about me. Location. Where is women's final four? The Big Ten. No, that's not exactly. 104 location. Oh, my God. Just give me a goddamn... Yes, Dallas. American Airlines Arena. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Women's, I said, you fucking idiots. Not the men's. Oh, God. Dallas, Texas. And I love that Tarasi and Sue Bird are going to be doing their, like, Manning cast. Because, you know, they're more interesting to me than... Yeah, I'd love the Manning brothers too, but I think Tarasi and Bird could have their own show and I'd watch it every day. They just blunt, no bullshit. They have their uh, cups, have a little little drinks, whatever, and best of luck, it's going to be fun. It's gonna not going to be a bumpy ride. It's going to be a good ride. And yeah, I, I put a picture up because I don't think the women get enough respect. I also read something in Sportico about them breaking off and the women getting their own media deal because they said right now they're getting $35 million, they could get $100 million, but they feel that 
I know the women want to go their own way, but kind of packaging it with the men, they can get even more money because, you know, you're selling both products. And, yeah, I mean, they're showing that the, you know, tickets or sales are, I mean, they have a real Final Four. I think it's bullshit that the men, they're saying, oh, because Houston got knocked out and Bama got knocked out. It's still the Final Four, and anything had happened, and they said ticket sales went down and all that stuff. But I think that it could be a fantastic Final Four because it's been such a crazy tournament so far that who's to say that San Diego State or Florida Atlantic isn't going to become the national champion. And that would be crazy. I think Florida Atlantic winning it all would be nuts. I mean, your, your national champions could be Florida Atlantic and change that school forever. I mean, obviously the kids are going to apply to school now. Uh, money's going to come in from the donors and everything. I almost said groupies, donors, and we're going to see what happens. It's going to be, you know, going to be interesting, interesting, very, very interesting. And Maddie Segrist declares for the WNBA draft, went to a Sweet 16. I thought she was coming back. I guess she said, hey, what else do I have to accomplish here? 1,081 points, second only to Kelsey Plum's 1,109 in 2016, 2017. She led the NCAA with 29.2 points per game, at least 20 in every single game. They lost to Miami in the Sweet 16, 31 points, 13 rebounds, five steals. She had 50 points in February against Seton Hall. I talked about her previously sh- previous shows. I got to, you know, reach out to her, see if she'll do a show. Why not? Why, what, what do I have to lose? I did reach out to a couple people. No one gets back to me, but I just keep plugging along. And I'm going to have uh, Damien wants to be on. I'm going to have on Aaron is, wants to talk a lot of Mets. He has a lot of Mets stories he wants to talk about. Jay said he would be on the future. We'll see how that goes. But Maddie Segrist, good luck. She's going to be a high draft pick. Aaliyah Boston has not said if she's going to come back. I mean, the NIL money in college is pretty goddamn good. They're on top of their game. They could repeat again next year. Why not come back, come back for another season? I don't. Now, I thought Jordan Hawkins and Angel Reese were related. They're both from Baltimore. He's averaging 16 points this year for UConn. He had 20 against Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. Rodney Terry did get five years from Texas. I like that. Princeton guard Ryan Langborg started the Tiger Sweet 16. He averaged 13 points this year, 42 from the field, 33 from three-point. He entered the transfer portal because he, he, he exhausted, I like saying that, he exhausted his eligibility in the Ivy League. So he is in the transfer portal. We'll see how that works out. And Brown transfer, Paxson Wojcik. He, was, he came off the bench for Loyola, starred at Brown, 15 points, 7.2 rebounds, 3.2 assists. His rebounds would be second on the team for UNC. The reason why I'm saying this is because he's going to UNC on this past team. 46 from the field, a steal a game, but at 69% from the free throw line. Dude, 68.9% is not going to cut it. You got to be better from the line, dude. You got to. Work on that this summer, 38 from three. So he is going to be a transfer for UNC. Now, Caleb Love, they said he had problems with the team, and I looked it up. Him and R.J. Davis denied that there was anything. I sent something to Ben. Ben did not respond. LG did not respond. They're my UNC people. I'm trying to get answers. That's all I can see was him and R.J. Davis did not get along. You know, he went from being two years ago, you know, hitting probably the greatest shot, beating Duke in the Final Four to, I mean, they, he led the team at 16.7 points per game, but his three-pointers in his first and third year were under 30%. He's got two years, two more years of eligibility. He, he, I guess he could have went pro after his sophomore year, but realized, hey, let's come back, have another run. He was 
I saw he was top 90, so he wasn't going to be drafted. He's going to be undrafted free agent. They said if he gets his game up, maybe he could be a second rounder. Some people said that say that they see him, his attributes in the pro game, passing and all that stuff, but his shooting, he, he really isn't a disciplined shooter out there. That's the problem. He just shoots too much. He thinks he can shoot himself out of a slump. It doesn't work for him. And he can pass, and he can penetrate, and he can create his own shot, all those things. Maybe he'll get, you know, go somewhere else. Best of luck. But we'll see what happens on that front. And, yeah, hey, we'll see what happens with Paxson, Wojcik. Ivy League, a little different. But, hey, you know, Princeton did make the Sweet 16. So, you know, I guess we'll see how this all works out going forward. But UNC got another transfer. It did not work out with Peter Nance, who really was more down than up. And, uh, yeah, best of luck. Best of luck, Mr. Wojcik. And best of luck, Caleb Love. I'm curious where he's going to end up. Maybe Kentucky? Who knows? He's going to go somewhere. And uh, we shall see. Yeah, I mean, you know, I talked yesterday what Anton Jameson said. There was a lot of other pro- other other issues they were dealing with as a team, and they didn't practice enough. They didn't, you know, play you know play enough games this past year, and it showed with the team. And Hubert Davis, man, you know, people already forgot about you making the championship game two years ago. You, this team's got to turn around. I mean, I know you're bringing back Baycott. You got R.J. Davis back. You're losing Caleb Love. No big deal. You're losing Puff Johnson. Gonna have to get some guys. You got some top, top. You got some five stars coming in, some four stars coming in, and uh, I guess we're gonna see what happens. But uh, the honeymoon is over. The honeymoon. A lot of things are gonna have to work out for the next season. I think Ben will get on in the near future. We'll talk about that and we'll see what happens going forward. The Knicks last night were only up by six when I was watching the game, and they blew out the Rockets one thirty-seven, one fifteen. Brunson game time decision, a hand issue he set out and quickly set a career high 40 points 40 points last night starting for Brunson Barrett had 19 and Randall had 26 and he is now only 23 three-pointers behind Evan Fournier for the most in a season by a neck 218 for the season Fournier had last year 241 top and 15 off the bench Ended a three-game skid. Wow, that's pretty amazing, man. Twenty. I can't. That's 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 a game, man. Yeah, and and, and they didn't play a lot of minutes. So Randall only played twenty-eight minutes. Barrett played twenty-nine. Quickly had forty and thirty minutes. So that you know, they, a lot of guys sat, sat, got some got some time to heal the body. And they're forty-three and thirty-three. The Knicks now. The Rockets are playing for eighteen fifty-eight. They got six games left. They're playing for a lottery. And they'll wear a black stripe with number 19 on it to honor Willis Reed the rest of the season. Fred Katz is a guy I follow on Twitter. He got his account hacked, and he's done. So I was like, damn. So I saw that from Mike Vorkanov, who was posting it for Fred Katz. But that's a nice honor for Willis Reed, even though it's only they only have six games left in the season. They have to finish strong. You know, I mean, they got to hold off the nets. And we'll see how that goes. I, you know, I mean, it is the the... the NBA is log-jammed. I mean, the Pelicans have won five straight. Now they're eighth in the West. But the only the only teams that have clinched in the West are Denver and the Grizz, who have won 9-10. Morant's back after missing eight games. And the Kings lost last night by four at home to the T-Wolves. They had to have the Suns lose, who won. They had to have the Clippers lose, who won. So they still haven't clinched, still waiting for that 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 playoff clinch which hasn't happened. Rangers clinched last night. The Maple Leafs, seventh straight year, 
They made the playoffs. The Islanders won 5-1 and did a two-game skid over the Devils, who have been up and down going into the playoffs. And they are three points up on the Penguins for the first wildcard spot. Leon Dreisaitl had his 46th goal last night. He has 300 for his career. Connor McDavid got his 80th assist. He has 140 points. That hasn't happened since 95-96 by Yarmir Yager. That's the kind of season he's having. And they won 5-4, so they're still in it in the West to at the top of the division. Still, I mean, it's still up there. But all the playoff clinch have been only from the East. No West teams have clinched so far. So I guess that's what they want going into the end of the season, that everything's up there. NBA, as I said, 26. Oh, the, 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 so did someone clinch last night? No, that was hockey. 26 teams, six have clinched. I mean, it's kind of crazy, right? I mean, that it's this. You've got 20 playoff spots up in the air right now. And I love this from Legion Hoops. J.R. Smith was on saying he'd have the NBA scoring record if he shot as many shots as LeBron. Okay. Yeah, okay. Stick to golf, buddy. Stick to golf. And Harden could return from Achilles injury later this week. They lost last night to the to the Nuggets. They're one and four the last five. And Bede set out. I think it was more back to back games and everything. It was a little load management, but that's why he set out. Bucks, Bucks, Bucks won one twenty six one seventeen. They're nineteen and four since Chris Middleton Middleton came back. He had thirty four last night. They're fifty four and twenty one. Detroit fell to sixteen and fifty nine. Their magic number for top three seed is one. The As I said, the Nuggets for the top spot, their magic number is four. The Mavs actually won 127-104. And did you see that pass from Luka? Luka was in the corner, and he flung it underneath from out of bounds, inbounds, across to Jaden Hardy for a three. I mean, he zipped it. I mean, it was like it was like a Josh Allen pass. I was like, holy shit, was that an assist? So they won last night, 127-104. Kyrie at 16, Luka at 25. Hardy at 20. Benedict Matherin at 26. They're 37-39. and 39. Indy's 33-43. and 43. And it looked like they ranked the playoffs at one part, point, but that is not happening. And I was like, damn, yeah. So they lost. Jokic, 29th triple-double. He is top three in rebounds, assists, double-doubles, and triple-doubles. Thank you, StatMuse, for that one. Maxi led the Sixers with 29, as I said, one and four the last five. Jokic, 25 points, 17 rebounds, 12 assists. They are 51-24, and 24, and the Philly is 49-26. and 26. Imagine, you're not going to have a 60-win team this season. Well, you, you could. You could. Bucks, Bucks are 54. Bucks, if they went out, they could get 60, but it's not. No super teams this year. Not even close. Yeah, Kings lost. That was a Keegan Murray had a bad night, so he still needs three three-pointers to break the rookie record. One for eight, one for six from three, three points in 28 minutes. So that didn't work out. It's Pels won their fifth straight, 124-190 over the Portland, which is just crashing and burning right now. Crashing and burning. And how about the Sabres' Lucas Rusek? First NHL game, first shift, and first NHL goal last night for the Sabres, who ended up losing 4-3 in a shootout to Montreal. He also had an assist. And that, that was crazy. So, yeah, and Dreisaitl had his 300th goal last night, 46th of the season. That was pretty cool. They beat the Coyotes last night 5-4. Rangers clinched because the Sabres lost, and the Panthers lost 5-2 in regulation to Ottawa, so they're in. And that's that's always a good sign, right? And, yeah, McDavid, unbelievable. And Leafs in the playoffs, seventh straight year. 
So the Bruins have clinched at 119 points. Hurricanes 103, Devils 100, Toronto 97, Rangers 96, all in the East. And the Wild, behind three goals by Matt Boldy, who was 28 in the season, they beat the Kraken last night. And they are now, Kraken are now 3-6 and six last night, not finishing the season on a good note. But we'll see how that is. Keep Lamar Jackson, they have to give draft picks. The Jets, Douglas says we're not going we're not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not going after Lamar Jackson. We're in on Aaron Rodgers. But there's a sticking point on future draft picks because they're worried about what if he retires after a year that they should get compensated from Green Bay. So they decided that they're going to put all their eggs in a basket for Aaron Rodgers for basically it could be one freaking year. And it could end up like, you know, Favre got hurt, 8-3, and three, and they didn't make the playoffs that year. And then they're done. And what do they have to And then they have to start all over again next season. So I, I And if they have a good season, what are they going to? And Lamar Jackson's out there, but they don't want to give up all the draft capital. But then you have a quarterback who's young who can play this goddamn game. I'm like, guys, what, what, what are we doing here? I, I understand why nobody wants Lamar Jackson. I, I, I'm perplexed. And we're going to see how that works out. They said this all should you know, work out by April 27th, but the Jets don't seem to give a shit. They feel like, okay, we're going to get Aaron Rodgers. It's just going to take time, and we're not going to budge. And I... I'm a little confused here. And Eagles GM Howie Roseman said Jalen Hurts contract extension relatively soon. And that's another thing. Hold out because you'll see what he gets. And, you know, I mean, guaranteed money is going to be a shitload. Over $100 million, I would think, for Jalen Hurts. He's young, and they want to lock him up for a while. And they just went to a Super Bowl. Super Bowl they could have won. And Lamar Jackson's still being played. I don't understand. It's not like he's a dick or anything. He doesn't do it. And I don't understand why the Ravens are playing around with him. I don't get it. I mean, it's not like you have another quarterback waiting. That, well, you have Huntley, but I, I still think Lamar Jackson, when he plays, is a dynamic football player. I really do. I mean, I still remember that Monday night game against the Rams a few years ago where he just lit it up. You know, I mean, and he's never really had a lot of talent around him, to be honest with you. He's had running backs, but he's never really had great receivers around him. He's, he's Mark Andrews is his tight end. That's been his big guy. I, I I don't I don't know I don't and I don't know why the Jets are why are you holding out for Aaron Rodgers for a guy who's going to be forty years old who's one hit away for everybody is but a four year old even more and he's in and out I, I don't like quarterbacks that are in and out every year you know being I want a guy who wants to play you know I mean you know I wish he was gung ho as Russell Wilson was but problem was Russell Wilson's cooked so we'll see how that is and you know the Bill fans I think you got to be a little worried that. Well, you got to be concerned. Well, I guess you don't. You're not concerned, but McDermott is going to be the defensive call, defensive place. He did it eight years. Leslie Frazier took a year off. He's not going to come back. They're not going to bring him back, and he's going to call plays. So it's this is it. This is it. McDermott doesn't get things done this season. Uh, Getting to the second round of the playoffs, it might not be enough. I don't think it's going to be enough. I think they really need to win a title. I don't think the window is closing with Josh Allen, but I feel like you know the window might be closing on this coach, and they got to bring somebody in and change. They, you know, they've gone as far as they can with him. I, I, I don't think that there's going to be a lot of time left. This is it for me. I mean, for the team, I really do. Yeah, Michigan has a cousin, Barry, who is a huge Bills fan. I'm dying to get him on the show and just talk all Bills stuff. So I'm going to try to get his number and see if he'd be interested. Because I would love to have him on and just talk all Bills and th- what he thinks of the team, what he thinks about the future, and that's all I want to talk about. So I'm going to get his number. I'm going to make that happen, too. Because I want to get his perspective. That, to me, is interesting. And Irv Smith, former Viking second-round pick from Bama, who's really never done shit. He's been hurt all the time. 25 catches, a buck 82, two touchdowns. 
Bengals, they take a flyer on him. Listen, everybody could get better when you have Joe Burrow throwing the ball to you. Think about that. I mean, he's got a plethora of, he's got Higgins, he's got Chase. He has, now he's got Irv Smith because what they, they let, uh, they let that, the tight end go, uh, Henry go from last year. I think they should have kept him. I thought he was a pretty good, I thought during the playoffs he was very good, but they bring in another guy and they'll just uh, replace. We'll see what happens on that front, right? We shall see. We shall see. Time will tell. Oh, and I, you know, I wanted to leave with this. So, you know, <laughs> kids today have it so much. I guess it's more a jealousy thing. But Hal's son is in a coach pitch league because they went from T ball to coaches throwing the ball to pitching to the kids. And every kid gets their own walk up music. So, the, the, the W man is coming up. His walk-up song is going to be sabotaged by the Beastie Boys. Every kid gets walk-up music. How cool is that? How, how jealous am I of that? Walk-up music, all these kids. I mean, I've seen it before, but I forgot. And I was like, these kids are just starting, and they're having walk-up music. God damn. And I watched with the pitch clock yesterday. I still found baseball very boring. Well, it was a game I didn't give a shit about. Texas was playing. I mean, but at the last 10 seconds, you saw the clock going down. And I was like, eh. Baseball's boring, man. I mean, I'm going to watch the Yankees because of the Yankees, but it's boring. It's a little bit of a snoozeville. And Melissa Lambert will become the first on-field female staffer in Kansas City Royals history, serving as Director of Behavioral Science. Congrats on that front. I mean, we all need behavioral science, right? We all do. Yes, so I saw that. I was like, that's pretty cool. And... Yeah, the log jam. Three and a half games from eight teams currently separated by three and a half games from fourth seed Suns down to the tenth seed Mavericks. Mavs are four and seven in the last eleven games, five and eight in the, in, in their last thirteen games that Luca and Kyrie have played together, which doesn't say much. Not good, not good at all. The Celtics were demolishing everyone in front of them the first two months, but the Bucks are currently in first. Yeah, Celtics have, but it doesn't matter. Playoffs, you know, different ball game. LeBron's backed after 13 games with eight and five. They lost their first game with him. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, Cleveland is up on, yeah, I mean, Cleveland's up on the Knicks. The Nets, Nets are really tight. Nets are at six. Heat, I guess I, Milwaukee could go on a run, but the Heat really, uh, Heat and the Nets really have to bomb. I guess we're going to see. The Bulls are up right now. Three games. It looks like the Bulls. It looks like the Bulls are going to play the yeah, 7, 10, then 8, 9. So it looks like it could be Heat Bulls and Hawks, Raptors in the playing games. And the West is just crazy, man. I mean, you've got the Suns, who are a game up on the Clippers, the Warriors, two up on the 7th seed Pelicans and the, T- and the T-Wolves, and three games, and uh, so and, and a game up, and two game, I'm sorry, and two games up on the Lakers and the Thunder. So it could be right now it's the Pelicans, Thunder, and Lakers, T Wolves. And the Mavs are basically a game out of 10th, 9th. They could still get in. Portland's out. Portland's pretty much done. Yeah, Portland's going to have to go on a run. It looks like they're shutting down the season. They got, they got seven games left. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. And how about this? Most 44 point games in Nets history, seven for Kyrie. Congrats. Five for KD, five for Vince, two for Mikkel, Mikkel Bridges, and he's only played 20 games in net. And Cam Thomas and John Williamson also have two such games. Ah, Kyrie, 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 Kyrie. And I thought this was kind of, I saw this in from New York basketball about Steven Silas, who's the 
who whose father Paul was a Knicks assistant. He is the Rockets head coach. He goes, I was a ball, by, ball boy when MJ was here. I was the one who was wiping up the sweat when Patrick Ewing would be shooting three throws. There's no place like it. So he was a, he was a, Stephen Silas' dad, Paul, who just passed recently, was the Knicks assistant back back in the day, and he was a ball boy. That had to be, yeah, and Patrick could sweat with the best of them. Yeah, God bless him. Yeah, I wonder what he's going to do next. You know, I, I, he's down with Georgetown. I wonder what, what's, it, what's next on him. Yeah, didn't work out at Georgetown. I thought it would. Sorry to see that. Yes, and Vatek players, you know, were asked, the women approaching, you know, Approaching the Final Four, they said all their accomplishments have been a first for them, their first round of eight, their first Final Four, and they hope a first title if they can string it together two more wins. We didn't come this far just to make it this far, Kayla King said ahead of the game. She had 12 points, four rebounds, two assists. So, yeah, you Vatek, LSU, 7 o'clock on Friday, and then 9 o'clock will be South Carolina, Iowa. I'll be home. i got to watch that game I want to watch. And we're going out to dinner Friday night, so I want to watch that game. Yeah, that's, I'm going to miss the Final Fours on Saturday. That's okay. We're going to see Parade on Broadway, which is going to be awesome. And South Carolina became the 14th team ever to reach the Final Four. As I said, 36-0 this season. A program record. Nine of the previous 13 went on to win the title. That's crazy. Yeah, they said so. Miami beating Texas. Final Four. There was a $286 all-in on Ticket Marketplace and TickPick. Price dropped in 195 to Texas loss and currently stands at 157, a 32 and 45% decrease. They said that national semifinals are averaging 421, 